This is Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. We are Brad and Brittany, the voices in your head. Christmas shoes, oh Christmas shoes, a book that will bring all the tears. Thank you, thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I should go on the road. When does your CD come out? <laughs> <laughs> In three hours, which is as long as this book is. Hey! <laughs> All right, so welcome. We are doing our first Christmas episode for the year. Who doesn't love Christmas? The Grinch. Scrooge! Yes! 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 yes. <laughs> So today's book is The Christmas Shoes by Donna Van Leer, narrated by Paul Michael, a man with two first names. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I mean, Paul Michael. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> and the publisher is Oasis Audio, and the audiobook release date was November 21st, 2003. The duration was three hours, and the genre is holiday fiction religious. I like that tongue roll. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was very good. So tell us about this story, Brittany. So The Christmas Shoes, you might have heard the song. Oh, did I not just hear it? I cry it? I know, right? I feel it? I feel like it's on the radio all the time. Oh my goodness. So this book was written because of the song. Mm -hmm. It kind of elaborates a little bit more on the song and about the people that are involved in the story. Robert is a successful attorney who has everything and he doesn't want anything more in life. He he has everything he needs. He's just a producer for mm-hmm. his family. Like yes. He produces money and gifts and mm-hmm. just lavish lifestyle. Lavishy lifestyles. They live in big houses and drive fast cars. Mm-hmm. He's very focused on his profession, but it starts to take a toll on his personal life mm-hmm. to the point where he is almost on the brink of losing his family. Mm, goodness. And he is putting the happiness that he could have with his wife, Kate, and their two children, their two daughters at stake in order to climb the professional ladder. I love her in sync-ness. (laughs) The story takes place with two different people's perspectives. There's Robert that we just talked about, and then there's Nathan, who's a little boy. Oh my god. Don't give me sorrow, Nathan. He's such a sweet little little boy. So Nathan's mom is sick, and he Brad is tearing up already, just talking about Nathan. (laughs) Uh, he is going through a hard time, but they still find happiness in the life that they have together and the small things that they are able to do with one another. So Robert and Nathan end up crossing paths and it makes all the difference in the world to both of their lives, Mm -hmm. kind of. Call it serendipitous. Yeah. Yes, very. That's kind of the path that the story takes. It's leading up to these two crossing paths, and then it's the impact that they both had on each other's lives without really actually doing much of anything. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a good book. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked the narrator. I thought that his voice was very soothing. It was very calm, even though it, there's a, a small child in it, so you would think that a higher-pitched voice would be necessary. Mm-hmm. It's not really. His tone is still really clear and really pristine, and I, I liked that about him. I enjoyed the voice as well. I felt 
that his voice matched the story, the theme of the novel. Mm-hmm. I like really the liked it. the emotion and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Even I though he didn't know. do too much with his voice. He didn't give mm-hmm. any accents. He didn't do, well, he didn't give as many accents. And he didn't really put too much emphasis on different things. He just kind of read it. It was very simple, sweet. Yes. It was a nice little story to get you in the mood of the Christmas holiday. And also the writing was really, really fantastic. Phenomenal. I thought it was great. I mean, there was no information that I had to stop and think about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of when did that happen or where was that? I was kind of anticipating things happening and I was getting excited when things would build up. Whew, and then the ending, that hit me right Girl, in the feels. Grab some tissues. Yeah. Just shove them up your cardigan mm-hmm. sleeve like your grandma does. Mm-hmm. I found myself crying into a stocking. You Why? Know? Well, it was there on the wall. And you I just ripped it down because it? it was soft. And I just shoved it in my face. And I was crying into it. Mm-hmm. That's what the ending did for me. Yeah. Judge me all you want. I won't. <laughs> much. <laughs> I won't try to. <sighs> so anyway, like Brad said, there was a lot of written emotion in this, but I found that Paul's voice, while he conveyed it in a very special, different kind of way than what mm-hmm. we're used to, mm-hmm. usually you would think emotion... If something were happening, if someone was crying, you would be able to hear the sobs. But in this, it just... Smooth. It was natural. Yeah. This person's going through a really rough time. We need to hear him out. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was really nice. It was really simple to listen to and Mm -hmm. very quick. Yes. So with the book and the production of it and everything, while Paul was really great and the writing was fantastic... I found that there was some oddities in the audiobook. Mm-hmm. There was music. There was music. Let's talk about the music. Yeah. Because I love, I love, I'm like Oprah with bread. I love music mm-hmm. in audiobooks. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I wish oh, I'd yeah. marry it. Yeah. So when I heard the music, I was excited. Yes. But then it was placed in this horrible. Oh my goodness. Placement of this audiobook. Well, we don't know the goal of that. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't happen every single time. So we, at first I thought that it was a chapter transition mm-hmm. that there was, oh, a new chapter is starting. That's cool. But then it didn't happen again for a while. And mm-hmm. it just seemed really sporadic when it would happen. So I'm, I'm not if, quite sure. Yeah. Even if it was disc change, maybe if it did happen in disc change, it still was a horrible place to have it. When in terms of production, you don't want to leave your listener switching discs in the middle of a, the first paragraph of a chapter. Yeah. They should have stopped the audiobook at the end of the previous chapter mm-hmm. and then continued on the next disc yeah. with the new chapter. Yeah, exactly. It would have had a nice little you know, fade out with the music. And I said, oh, Christmas song. Switch the discs. Another interesting part besides the music or in addition to the music is that it seemed as if each part was separated by a quote Mm -hmm. and then it would go back into the story and the quote had relevancy to the story, which was really awesome. I really liked having that little tidbit in there because it left me thinking 
this part's going to be about this. Mm-hmm. I think just for that, for the writing style, it was really great. Yes, it was a nice addition, and it made me feel like things were connecting, mm-hmm. which is what happens in the book Yes, with Robert and Nathan is they connect in some way. Another thing about production in regards to this, this audiobook, it was staticky a little bit. Yeah, I noticed that. You know, I, I liked Paul's voice, but I felt like the static was hovering over him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a it wasn't a sporadic static. Well <laughs> that was nice. you are a poet. But kind of was overall throughout the entire audiobook. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like an old book. And this book was released in two thousand three. Yeah. It sounded like it was published in nineteen forty. Like, you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. No. Definitely. Before they had audiobooks, mm-hmm. there was this one. That was the only, that's the only critique I would have for this audiobook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. With his voice, at least. Yes. It definitely took away a mm-hmm. little bit from the reading and enjoyment of his voice. Sometimes it was a little snooze fest, a little bit. Yes, that was another thing that I had a problem with. His voice was so soothing that it was almost too soothing mm-hmm. at times. Exactly. Especially at nighttime. Uh, yeah, and I mean, yes, I just came back from Lake City and I spent the entire night up dancing at clubs, but I came home, I put on the audiobook, and I fell asleep. So who knows? Could have been the lack of sleep or Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a combination of things. Maybe. But that was a thing I noticed. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so did you get a clear picture of the novel? We, we've heard the song. Yes, let's not talk about the song. Oh, gosh. I'm going to cry. Oh. And this built a world around that song. Isn't that amazing? Oh. I definitely got a big picture. I loved it. My favorite scene, and this is no spoiler, because we know about Robert's troubles with his marriage. Mm-hmm. It's when Robert and his mother are talking. Oh. And I loved it. it. Yes. I loved it. I loved it. I really enjoyed those special moments throughout the book. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Patterson's relationship with Nathan and saying, oh, he's my favorite student. You're not supposed to pick favorites. No. But, I mean, it's Nathan. Come on Right. Now. I mean, my, he would be my favorite he's of my anything. Favorite. So, yeah, I really liked those scattered little moments that made the picture bigger. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we know from the song in three and a half or so minutes we get the picture of what's going to happen, that Nathan's mother is sick and that she's not going to get better. Mm -hmm. We already know what's going to happen. So the fact that this was able to build upon that story a lot more than Mm -hmm. what we had just from those quick minutes, we got to see the mother. We got to interact with her. Nathan's mother was really sweet and she was so important to his life and to her husband's Jack's life and to their other little baby daughter's life that you could just see that this was more more of an impact. And the best thing I liked about this novel was, yes, it's called The Christmas Shoes and yes, it's a Christmas book and you read it around Christmas But it's so much bigger than that. Yeah. It's so much bigger. And I think that's why we were looking for a Christmas book that wasn't cliche. Mm -hmm. That wasn't just your typical Alexandra falls in love with Fabian on Christmas Eve. And he has to race against time to give her a present. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then the next day they get married. Exactly. And so we really wanted a book. And we searched very hard for a book that this picture and this 
this theme and this overall story really just spoke Mm -hmm. to us. Yeah, it's a moral that we all should live by, Mm -hmm. is to be giving and caring and, I don't know, to look at your own life and to enjoy the moments you have Mm -hmm. with the people while you have them. Exactly. Okay, this is getting too deep. I know, right? (laughs) This book is way too sad. (laughs) Oh my god. I cried like a baby. Where are the stockings? I know, right? (laughs) Oh, goodness. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, So I thought that this was a perfect length audiobook. Mm -hmm. The three hours was really great. I don't think that I needed more, and I didn't need any less. Mm -hmm. It was just really perfect. I agree. And we listened to this through Audible, Mm -hmm. which is one of the two free books that you can get when you sign up for a free trial of Audible through our website, audioshelf.me. Oh, wow. So you can actually go onto our website. Yeah. And download this Audible. Yes. And get one of the books that we talked about this Christmas season. For free. Where would you listen to this? How did you listen to this? So I listened to this book while I was putting away laundry. Laundry. And cleaning, washing dishes. I mean, it's three hours long. I just listened to it while I was doing my chores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Getting ready for the Christmas holiday. So I listened to this while I was cooking a dinner, eating a dinner by myself, and drinking wine. Crying. Crying. Just crying yep three hours yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i had to sit down at one point and just ugly cry yes on the bed and i think there was some some present wrapping going on nobody knows you were drinking wine at the same time (laughs) i think there was there i woke up with scissors next to me (laughs) and tape so would you shelf would you shelf this or shove this i would love to hear your answer I will shelf it. Yes. Put it next to the Christmas holiday classics. I will put it in my Christmas collection that has... One book so far. One book and it's this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christmas shoes. Oh, Christmas shoes. Oh, Christmas shoes. How lovely are your Laces. Oh. (laughs) Laces. (laughs) But I like where you're going with souls. Because souls in your shoes. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, though. Yeah. You weren't going with soles in your shoes, were you? <laughs> I, I was absolutely going with soles oh, okay, in my shoes. okay, okay, okay. There's a little hes- hesitation there. I think there. you were thinking of soles like in your soul too, right? Like your soul. soul. <laughs> anyway, also, this book was more religious than what we have yes. e- exposed ourselves to. Mm-hmm. God um, was it religious. Yes. Yes, God. It, it didn't actually have a lot was, of religious it was, moments. It was spiritual. Yeah, so mostly. I was I was really surprised to see that this was labeled under a religious genre, mm-hmm. just because they do have some mention of it, but I did not feel like it was overpowering. It didn't take me to church, but it made me think. Yeah, it made me be mm. like, Jesus. Take the wheel. Why you gotta do cancer? <laughs> Why is cancer a thing? Why is cancer a thing? <sighs> anyway. Anyway. So thank you for listening to us. Talk about shoes. And we hope your Christmas week is phenomenal. Yes. We hope that you get a nice pair of sparkly red whatever style of shoe you want. Yes. They don't have to sparkle. Mm-hmm. Unless you like the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Dorothy. Mm-hmm. And this was a big week. 
Yes. Can we just say that we have reached our goal and exceeded oh, our goal? So exceeded the goal. Like this is impossible. Yes. So we had a goal for Facebook likes to reach a hundred by the end of the year. By the end of 2016. Well, my friends. <laughs> what? Because you guys are all so freaking awesome, mm -hmm. we have 118. 118? It, it's absolutely insane. That's like 18 plus. Yes. I mean... Our goal. Just surprising how many people support us and... Share our posts. Yes. When you share a post, you are sharing a piece of our heart and it spreads a little Christmas joy. You're going to make me cry. Thank you. So keep sharing. Yes. Keep telling your friends because who knows, your friends might like audiobooks mm -hmm. and they might see our page and say, wow, this is a real good podcast I like to listen to. Yeah. So share away. Exactly. So, and thank you so much for liking our page. It's been a wonderful pleasure. Yes. Of and, seeing you. and, and we have a special shout out to our 100th like. Yes. Ariane. You know who you are, girl. Hey, girl. We love you. 100 shout-outs to you. Yes. We won't because that'll take a lot of time, yeah, lot but of time. we're just going to say it because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. how we roll. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you for everyone else who has liked mm -hmm. the page. It's been Absolutely, a 100%. dream. And if you like us, leave us a review on iTunes. Who? Raise your hand if you use iTunes. We'll wait. We'll wait. Are you raising your hand? If so, if you find yourself raising your hand, you need to go on iTunes, come up with a little cute little name for your iTunes account, and post a review. Yes. It takes seconds. Yep. And that five star is not hard to click. Oh, five star. It's just like one click away from the five star. Click. And, and if it's not five star, it's okay. Just don't Four's, leave a review. Four's okay. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but but if but if you are if you want to be honest, we appreciate the feedback. Yes, we we appreciate your honest reviews in the same way that we give you honest reviews. Exactly. So find the time and like us and review us and please us. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best Christmas present ever. <laughs> please us. Jesus. <laughs> it is pleasing to me. Okay. <laughs> this is Ghetto Christmas, brought to you by Audio Show. <laughs> Random prisons. <laughs> Your Santa Claus watch and your dog collar. <laughs> it sounds like reindeer collar. Reindeers don't have collars. How does he control them? Reins. Oh. <laughs> reindeer. No, I don't think so. Are reindeer... What? Are they real? I don't know. <laughs> reindeer, reindeer are real. It's a species. It's a real species. Oh, they're myths. I think no. I don't know. I think they can. I they can't fly. I thought they were like elves. <laughs> like us on Facebook <laughs> and follow us on Twitter for more ridiculous holiday cheer. Yes. What's that say, Nick? Do you have a chimney? <laughs> no. Wait, no. Do you have a chimney? No, I don't. Which I never understood how Santa came in my house without the front a chimney. Door. 
But that's what my mom said, front door. Yeah. But I said, that makes me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) visit our website at audioshelf.me and stay updated on our Christmas joy. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Okay, we have to actually talk about that. Like, we actually, like, I actually knew it was happening. Okay. I'm listening to like three audiobooks right now at the same time, and I can't handle it. I can't, I can't do it. God. Anyway. Were you taking pictures of my hole? Wait. You had shoes on, didn't you? I shouldn't have said that out loud. Um. (laughs) Yes, I was taking pictures of your hole. Yeah. Wearing, you know, doing laundry in Christmas ugly or ugly Christmas sweaters. You know? Little Mm -hmm. elf hats. Laundering them up. Yes, I wish I had elves. I I really, I mean, technically, it's like labor. Like child labor. Are they children? No, elves. Elves are mysterious. Elves are not children. Elves should not be... Elves are like 500 years old. Elves should also not be misconstrued for dwarves. Elves should also not want to go into dentistry. Like Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer elf. Oh, yes. I would not want an elf... accept your role as a toy builder. I would not want an elf working on my teeth. No. Mm -mm. I mean, they could probably climb in. Yeah. But aren't elves tiny, though? What? They're little. Are they, though? Because the elf in Lord of the Rings, his ass was a full-grown man. It was Orlando Bloom. (laughs) He didn't believe that. I mean, that was Orlando Bloom, right? Yeah, that was Orlando Bloom. Legolas. I love Orlando Bloom. We're getting so off topic. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I listened to this while I was cleaning. Okay. Yay. Yay. Christmas. Christmas. Ooh. I feel like we got unenthusiastic. <laughs> <together>. <laughs> Merry Christmas.